Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere. I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called Recession Marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for Recession Marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. Hey, you. Welcome back. Josh here. Hey, I'm going to do something a little different on this one. We're going to talk about soap opera and Seinfeld email sequences, which is something I learned from Russell Brunson. Maybe you've heard of them, but I'm going to break it down for a service business on how you can use them because uh, no one talks about this stuff. And I want you to be smarter than everybody else, especially your competition. And uh, But instead of re-recording exactly this training, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a portion of a different course and training I created called the Marketing War Plan. This is something I did months ago uh, that hasn't been released yet. It's kind of set aside for the War Plan insiders, but this is just a little snippet of that one course called the Marketing War Plan. Um, it's, it's different than recession marketing overall, um, and if you're really nice and you like this type of content, you see the marketing war plan content is more about reverse engineering your financial goals and the methodology I use to close the gap and know how many calls, leads, closings uh, I needed per day, per week, per month, per quarter to stay on pace. And so it's a little bit different, but it's highly tactical. If you're really nice and you comment below, maybe I'll upload the entire marketing war plan content inside recession marketing, uh, maybe for like the last week. Uh, just as an extra special high five to you to help. Um, all the War Plan insiders are going to get a bunch of courses, uh, including the whole marketing War Plan, all the recession marketing replays. Everything that's in here is going to be gone in a couple weeks, and then it will be gone unless you're a War Plan insider. So there's my little fear of missing out. Wink, wink, uh, <laughs> plug for that. But anyway, I'm going to stitch this video to that video teaching you about soap opera and Seinfeld sequences. So without further ado, here we go. You know, for most small businesses, the only time their customer hears from them is when they want money. And what kind of relationship is that? You know, there's a difference between a wife and a prostitute. And every time you ask your customer, or every time you talk to your customer is when you want money, it feels kind of icky, right? So I'm going to teach you a framework I've used for years with all of my companies, my software business, my coaching businesses, everything. Uh, that is huge. Ready? Ready for the secret? Here we go. So when you have an email list, which all of you do, you want to look at the way you follow up with your customers through 
two distinct lenses. And I learned this concept from Russell Brunson. He's the founder of ClickFunnels, which is a $1 billion company. And he actually personally mentored me for, for many years. And soap opera sequences and Seinfeld sequences, the reason they're called that is a soap opera is a very dramatic TV show, right? I don't know, when I was a little kid, my mom would have soap operas on kind of in the background while she's cleaning the house and doing things, and I'm just a little, little kid. I wanted to die inside because it's so boring for a kid, right? But the idea is that soap opera means drama. It means intense, right? Seinfeld, on the other hand, was a TV show about nothing, right? There wasn't like a consistent story arc, really. It's just random things would happen to the characters as they're living their life. And so the idea with your emails is maybe on like a 30-day basis, 30 days, you can do weekly if you feel comfortable and it makes sense. Uh, But let's just use 30 days as, as an example. There's some sort of customer communication that happens that keeps you top of mind, adds value to your client, and it goes in perpetuity. That's why there's an infinity symbol on here, right? See this infinity? These don't stop. This should be a consistent in the background thing that's on autopilot. It could be a do-it-yourself tip. It could be anything. It could be local news uh, stories, but, but it's not particularly promotional. It's more just like, hey, we exist. We love you. Hey, high five. Have a great day. Real simple, right? And the purpose of it is to stay top of mind and to nurture your relationship with that person. On the other hand, Almost no small business owners do this, and that's to create a soap opera sequence. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and just write sequence in here, okay? Because when you're doing a promotional email or any kind of campaign at all, the one rule that that service business owners violate every time is they send one touch, you know? They'll they'll call their customers. Most of them will leave a message, and then that's it. They think they did it, or they send an email out book for your spring cleaning and then they wait and they're so anxious and they want the money and no, not that much money comes in and they think they did it. No, you didn't do it. You need a sequence. You need more drama. You need more theatrics and, and there's a way to do this. So let's say uh, there's a seasonal reason why your customers need to co- contact you and uh, part of your marketing war plan could be having your 12-month marketing calendar where you have your spring promotion, you have your 4th of July promotion, you have your Mother's Day promotion, you have your Halloween or your Thanksgiving or your Christmas or your Black Friday or your back-to-school promotions, right? There's lots of excuses throughout the year where you can put together a soap opera sequence and make it rain money. You know, a lot of the people I talk to, if I were to buy their company today, I could double it without even spending money on marketing. And I I know that might sound crazy, but I mean that literally. It's because I would simply do a much better job of squeezing the juice out of the orange, marketing to the customers, the active customers they already have, and I would make a lot more money. So you never send one marketing communication when you're doing a soap opera sequence. If you're trying to get money, it's never one. It's always a sequence every time. And one of the objections people have to this is they feel like they're bothering people, right? So let's go back to the example. There's 10,000 people on my email list. Now, maybe only 2,000 of them are active, but there's 10,000 on the list. I'm emailing all of them, right? Uh, or if it's, if it's a sign-up service, maybe I'm only emailing the inactive ones. And here's the truth. You don't need to have a big list. In fact, not knowing if someone's going to buy or not uh, is a waste of everyone's time. And the, the really the, the side benefit of marketing harder 
is that yes, you're going to make way more money, but you're also going to squeeze out the dead wood from your list. I don't want to send an email sequence to 8,000 people one time that's kind of half-hearted and no one replies. Now I don't make money and I don't know if they should even be on my list in the first place. The purpose of an email on your list is to monetize it. That's the purpose to you. You need to monetize it. If they say, screw you, don't email me, great, get off my list we're both going to be better off. Like, I don't want people. In fact, I send emails sometime where I put the unsubscribe link at the top of the email. I say, hey, let's just cut to the chase. Like, if if you're not in the market for this anymore, just unsubscribe. It's totally cool. There's no hard feelings. Maybe our paths will cross again in the future, but that way I'm not bothering you, and then you get mad at me. Let's just kind of like wink, wink, you know, shake hands and go our separate ways. Uh, Don't be scared of people being upset because you're marketing too hard to them, okay? Just, just... I see you. Are you don't do that. Okay. So, with a soap opera sequence, you're going to have a, a logical reason to start a promotion. There's some sort of great offer or there's some reason to book now and it's to get on the schedule early because then your scheduling is they can reserve their spot or you only have 30 spots available for this mother-in-law special for the Mother's Day thing or for we used to use the mother-in-law jokes a lot during like Thanksgiving for example, right? The mother-in-law emergency discount or whatever, but we only have 30 of them. And what you do is you email them, preferably call them and email them on day one. And then guess what? You do it again on day two. And you do it again on day three. And you do it again on day four. And as it's going, it gets progressively more intense. Like you're going to lose this. This is your final notice, right? By the time you get down here, we have final notice language in these emails. And yes, people are going to unsubscribe when you do this, but you're also going to get a bunch of money and you don't have to be, you know, some cheesy used car salesman. You're just really excited about your offer. You're trying to serve them at a high level. You want to make sure they don't, it doesn't slip through the cracks. And then one of your emails could be frequently asked questions. And one of your emails could be, you know, a backstory of one of your employees, how excited she is to work there. And that's why you should sign up for my mother-in-law special, right? Whatever it is, this is marketing. Okay. Direct response marketing, meaning the purpose of these emails is to get them to sign up for your thing, to get them to upgrade to the other level of service that you offer. If you already clean their windows and you want them to do roofs, that's the purpose of this, right? It's okay if people unsubscribe, it's harmless, there's no harm done, and you'll have a way more profitable business. So I want to ask you, how many active clients do you have versus inactive? Do you have an attribution system that's bulletproof? Do you have a follow-up system that's bulletproof? And when you're doing marketing emails, are you doing it like this? Or are you doing onesie-twosie stuff, leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table? See you in the next video.